This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 41 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? I am so happy to be back. I want to thank everybody for watching, subscribing, commenting, thumbs upping, all of it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It really helps this show grow, which keeps me coming back week after week. If this is your first time listening, watching, please hit that subscribe button. Super important. And uh, give a thumbs up if you enjoy the video. Follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. So go to those links, hit the follow button, and there's always daily material popping up. Um, if you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, maybe you started something for the new year you're really excited and want to talk about and share, well, send that all over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's right. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. This is my official email. So send your stories, uh, anything you want to share over to the email, and I will be more than happy to talk about it anonymously or give the shout out. Um, so that is that, everybody. That is that. It is Sunday. It is January 10th. And um, normally I do this on Mondays, but. I have an extra day of work today um, that takes up my editing day, so now I'm recording on Sunday. So I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed than normal behind the camera. Usually I'm amped up. I just got done working out or I just got done uh, from jujitsu, um, and uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling myself right now. feeling a little tired, actually, and lazy, um, but I, I, you know, I woke up and I did everything that I needed to do today. So not being lazy. I'm just feeling that way. I think it's because, you know, I programmed myself that Sunday's the relaxing day and now I'm trying to use my brain and think and uh well it's a it's a hard enough task on a normal day. Never mind on a Sunday. Um but I figured I'd make this a fun one. Um kind of going over what happened last week. Um I don't know if anybody else felt it, but it was like it was like watching a movie. Um, I was finishing editing episode forty, and we threw on the news, and then uh, you know we were watching everybody gather in front of the Capitol, and then um, I finished editing and sat down. So I don't know, maybe an hour or so went by. Um, on a normal day it takes like two and a half three hours to edit up uh an episode and um i sit down and my wife's doing something in the kitchen and the next thing i know i'm watching um all these people take over the capital and i couldn't believe it i called her into the living room um and we just sat there in complete awe um i mean everything that's going on right now it seems like a movie. I mean, there's a global pandemic with a virus we can't get, we can't seem to get our hands on and figure out a hundred percent. So there's, you know, open questions everywhere. And then now you have people taking over the Capitol. Um, 
at this point in time, uh, a lot of them have been arrested. Um, a lot of the people that, you know, like sat in Pelosi's chair or stole the podium, um, those people have all been arrested at this point. But I will say this is a wild, wild time. I've never seen or heard of anything like this in my lifetime. And uh, just a real eye-opener. I mean, I'm not going to say too much on it. You know, it's just, it's not really my place. But it just seemed like I was watching a movie. It seemed so unreal and that it wasn't happening. And where was all the... Where was all the police to stop it all? And how did they get that close to getting in there in the first place? I mean, there's just so many questions. And there's, but the main thing about it is, is it just, you know, kind of made you realize like this pandemic. Um, you know, the pandemic was like, hey, uh, you know, life is fragile and your economy is fragile. And then all of a sudden we have, people rushing the capital and it's like oh and by the way um yeah your 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 democracy is fragile so i think this kind of goes without saying at this point that like everything is fragile right i mean uh cities can crumble um all everything i mean any it, it, something big enough to come out of the atmosphere from outer space and collide with us um could wipe us out and it's like, just made me really think about, you know, what are we doing? You know, we're fighting each other, we're dividing each other, but why? We're all we we're all on the planet, you know. I I'm pretty sure we all don't really understand why we're here or what what we're exactly doing. I mean, I don't. I, I uh. I'm a I'm a 41 year old male who works at a vape shop and is trying to make a podcast. So like, you know, at the end of the day, what's my purpose? You know, I am trying to help people better themselves because I bettered myself. Um, I understand that, um, but that's spreading positivity and hopefully some motivation. But it's not like a game changer or super important to. I don't know. Maybe I I just think of it as like I'm just doing what I'm trying. I'm just trying to do something that makes me happy. And if I get an outcome that it like helps other people and um those things happen, then that makes me super happy because I thought I was just, you know, doing something like this for myself, but in the bigger picture, it might What am I doing? You know, just what am I doing? What am I doing here? Is this what I was put here to do? I don't think so. I would definitely wasn't put here to do a couple of the things that I'm going to tell you about in this podcast. I got some drunk stories. That's what I'm going to call this segment. But, you know, I don't know. What what are we doing here? What were we put here for? I don't have those answers, but I definitely have the question. And, and so it's like, Watching all of that just made me realize that like everything is just super fragile and I, don't, I really don't know what we're all doing, you know, um, fighting each other is not the answer. I know that um, we need to definitely work together 
and figure this all out. Um, as for like impeachment or anything, I think that's a waste of time at this point. Nobody's going to listen to this guy anymore. Um, he doesn't, I mean, he's got power, but no one's really agreeing with him now. So, I mean, he could probably tell somebody to do something, but the likeliness of them actually doing it, um, probably not going to happen. So, I mean, it's Sunday now and this happened on Wednesday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so four days. So he's got like eight days left. I mean, I think the paperwork is not worth, you know, it's just not worth it. it. He's 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 out of there shortly. I don't think he has all the leverage and stuff that he had, you know, four days ago. So I think we're going to be all right there. The transfer is going to be fine. And it's just like, I don't know. For me, this is very upsetting because it just... It just shows the the weakness of democracy, first off. Second of all, where was the security? And then, why, why are we so divided? Why are we fighting each other? There's, there's no point of it. We're all on this planet together, and we're all unsure. I'm, sh- I'm sure that we're all unsure of what we're all doing here. You know, I'm sure some people found their purpose and they're doing great things. I mean, we have athletes and we've got all kinds of people that find their purpose. I never found mine. I'm still looking for it. I I, I mean, if my purpose was to sell vapes to people and make a podcast that possibly could help people, then I guess I'm doing it. I know that I'm doing things that I enjoy, um, but I don't know if it was my purpose. You see what I'm saying? I think I think I'm saying I think I'm saying this right but we just all need to work together we're we're all here for one I don't know one moment in time I guess you know I don't know when my moment in time will be over but I'm only here for one of them you know it might be hopefully actually I'd like to say hopefully it'll be like 80 80 something years but that's that's kind of like my one moment. I'm only here once. We're all only here once. And we might as well get as much joy out of it as we can. And we need to spread that joy by working together. And joining together. And stop being divided. Whether it's red or blue. Black or white. Ye- yellow, brown. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what color you vote. None of that matters. It's all... Um, well, it's all very tribal. It's built into our DNA, and um, I understand that. But you got to fight it. I mean, we've got to open up more and listen to people that um, have a difference of opinion than us. That's uh, that's that's what I had on that. It was just you know, it's it's been twenty twenty was crazy, and now twenty twenty one is just like. I'm going to get off to a real good start. So here we go. And everybody better buckle up. You know, and I already talked about how my new year started. So I kind of feel like this is exactly where I thought it was going to be. Um, And I still stick with my prediction that it's going to be another year or two before we either have life without masks again or shit cools off. 
and goes back to, I guess you would say normal. I feel like I can use quotes on that because normal's not real. Normal is what normal's personal. My normal was different from yours, but I know that I want to go back to a life without these fucking masks. And I know that's going to take a lot of time. I, I understand we got vaccines, we got all kinds of stuff going on, but the problem with that is is that people aren't in, uh, uh, properly in, uh, injecting people with them. Um, people are already trying to come up with ways to make what they have uh, uh, spread out. So, you know, half and half, and they're just changing things. And then you got people that are manipulating um, uh, coolers. It was either a manipulated cooler or they just didn't put 750-some-odd doses in a fridge, and they all just went to waste. So, and I expected that to happen, but I expected it to be an error of, like, you know, a mechanical failure of the fridge, or maybe somebody didn't set the temperature in the fridge correctly, so that was going to happen. And, in, and instead of being something like that, where it just becomes an accident, and we have somebody who purposely destroys um the vaccine by not taking care of it and, and and putting it where it belonged in a proper manner proper proper timely manner and and that was even more upsetting i'm like this is this is the fucking craziest time ever absolute craziest time um that i've ever seen i've, I've never seen anything like this it is so wild um and that's the only way i can describe it but I got some drunk stories, you know. These are things I was thinking about on the treadmill a couple days ago. And um, these are the stories of me blacking out um, and basically ruining whatever was going on. Okay, so this story is, it starts off in 1998. I was working at a boutique shop in Nashua. And... I remember it was 98 because we were getting close to 99 uh, because they would they would play Prince, you know, party like it's 1999. And it was the Christmas party is what was going on. And I believe, I'm pretty sure we closed early that day. So it was getting around 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, roughly about there. And we were sipping on champagne. We were just enjoying the day, you know, light load of customers, not too busy. Um, and then uh, the guy I worked with and his friend liked wild turkey. So they went and got some wild turkey. So I just took the wild turkey into a cup and basically replaced that instead of having champagne. I start drinking that and... I don't even think an hour went by. I was getting, you know, the way I always get. I get, I get super excited, super loud. <clears throat> uh, then I start getting aggressive. Um, and then uh, I don't really remember anything. And that's the point of the story is I got myself to a point where I was good and I didn't stop. And this is a, well, an ongoing story. And throughout my entire drinking years, pretty much, I would always black myself out. But I guess what I was, what I was told was, 
Um, I blacked out. Um, I guess I erupted on a customer. I ran out back, um, slammed a bunch of shit. Took forever for people to cool me down. Um, you know, they had to put me out back. Um, I puked a bunch in the bathroom, and then I had to lay on the couch in the office, and then I just basically bounced back and forth from there to there. Um, and then um, I got driven home, um, and then I eventually, like, came to, um, you know, closer to, like, midnight. So I lost, you know, probably seven, maybe eight hours of my life because I always had this problem with shutting it off. I never shut it off. And it took me a long time to figure this out. This is not something you... Some some people figure this out right away. Um, I chose to ignore it for as long as I could. So I, I get told all this and you go through the whole apology thing. Um, I, I, I must have done it a million times, you know, sorry, oh, you wake up, you say you're not going to drink, two, three days go by and you're back to drinking just as much, if not more, um, than when you stopped. And so I basically ruined the Christmas party, you know, and I uh, just uh, made it so that everybody else had a really unenjoyable time because they were too busy trying to take care of me and making sure that I wasn't going to hurt myself, um, or freak out on anybody else. They needed to get the store closed and they needed to get me out of there right away. So it was just a nightmare for everybody. And I don't remember any of it. And it's just one of those things where you're like, God damn it. You know, that, that was, that was, that was a pretty good telling point. And so this brings me to another time I did this when I was, uh, really young, um, we got, oh, shit. Well, I can't say really young. I was 19 in that story. So I was probably about maybe 16. I think I was just about to or maybe I already had my license, but I didn't have a car. Because I had to wait for a car because my parents bought me my first one. Um, so I don't think I had a car right after I got my license, but I could be wrong about that too. A lot of my memory is very fit, foggy. Um, but I got super drunk, you know, um, and this is when I was living in Derry. The other one was when I was living in Chester. Um, and I decided to walk around my neighborhood and drink and... I vaguely remember doing this. I was walking on someone's property and I walked over to like, they had a little tiny pine trees. You know, they probably just planted them. So they were probably only an inch around, maybe two inches around, something like that. And I used to always carry a, a, a nice sharp serrated knife. Um, and because I, I don't know, I thought I needed it. And so I decide that it's a really good idea to chop the tree down. So as I'm chopping the tree down, I slip and cut my calf wide open. Um, and I notice I cut my calf open. And I just keep going at the tree. I'm going and I'm going and I'm going. And I finally cut their tree down. And I throw it in 
throw it on their property, and then I walk home. <clears throat> and you know, I wake up the next uh, the next morning. I got blood dried all over me. Um, trying to figure out what the hell happened. Um, freaking out. Uh, looks like I need stitches, but I don't go get them. I just take those butterfly band aids and I tape that bitch up as best as I can, and then it healed the way it healed. Uh, but see again, this is friggin' what 1996, and I drink so much that I like cut myself. Notice I do it, but I just continue on doing what I'm trying to do. Finish it. Obviously forgot, kept drinking, woke up the next morning to like, just my sweatpants were glued to me and it was brutal. And I'm like, what the hell? So I guess I could trace this back quite a ways and be like, yeah, you got an issue. <laughs> um, and then this brings me to, well, um, my wedding night. Yeah. Yeah, my wedding night. Um, everybody, you know, everybody likes to drink, right? And especially the groom, because you're nervous, so you're drinking a little bit more. And uh, well, on my wedding, um, I got I I I, I stay I was I had no license, right? So when I got married in 2010, I had no license. I couldn't go anywhere. Um. And I was waiting for someone to pick me up at my house. And nobody was coming for quite some time. So I got to spend a lot of time in the apartment by myself. So I sat there and I just kept drinking and I was drinking. And eventually people came and picked me up. I don't remember who. It was probably my mom or my dad. Um, but they came and grabbed me. Um, I'm drinking. You know, I got a flask in my uh, suit. I've got a bottle in my back pocket. I've got shit that I brought with me. Um, I'm just, I'm drinking, right? Uh, and we're getting, and then this is just to get the jitters down. I'm not like trying to get drunk, drunk right now. I want to make sure that I get up, do what I need to. And then after that, I was like, it's game on. Um, and then, you know, me and her brother end up getting like completely I just thought of another one. I'm going to tell you another one after this. Um, get completely shit-faced. And, um, you know, he's not he's not doing well. He's upsetting my wife. I'm fucking doing horrible. I'm upsetting my wife. I thought we had a great time. Turns out that it was good up until a point when I started to black out. And then shit started getting weird and me and her brother were getting loud and obnoxious. And then, you know, uh, we were staying at the place that we got married in because we didn't get married in a church. Um, and so we go back. It's the end of the night. And I just wind up puking and spending my night. Um, in the bathroom, um, and just ruining the whole thing, just ruining the whole thing. So I started thinking back on this and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I did that. I did. I did. 
and uh, it just really ruined our wedding night. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. You can give us a call, 603-814-4171, and you can always come in our store, provided you wear a mask. I have been talking about this vape shop for over eight months now. I've told you we have all your disposables. We have all your pod mods. We have all the juice, all the friggin' selection that you need for all of your vaping supplies. Um, but we also have... Um, silicone dab or and or cooking mats these things are great we've got them in small little travel size we've got them in oven size and I got even I got the big ones that you can put down on your kitchen table these things are fantastic and we also have the rig slash mouse pads phenomenal products we carry them all the time maybe you don't want to vape but you still want to quit smoking and it's nicky drops these things are great they're basically lozenges with four milligrams of nicotine in them so now you don't have to vape you can also take a lozenger and get your nicotine fix so we have all of these wonderful products at new hampshire vape gallery which is located at 180 lafayette road seabrook new hampshire down the street from home depot and next to smoke rings you can always give us a call, 603-814-4171. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., and I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I have been telling you about this hand sanitizer for almost a year now. It is amazing. It's always in stock and it's just a phenomenal product. I absolutely love it. I just got done using it today. I had to go grocery shopping, had to go to five different stores, and had to wash my hands after every single one. So this stuff is the best. No problems with the steering wheel, as I've always said. And I just it, it just smells great. So it's a, a wonderful organic product. And you can only get it at Natural Boss. NH.com. They also have a salve that's great for dry hands, dry skin. I love it. They've got a lip balm so you can keep your lips moist without them cracking this winter. And of course, they have a beard oil um, so you don't get all snarly if you're growing that thing out. So get that beard oil. Keep it smooth. Um, and then they have a foot and body soak. And this stuff is great for helping you relax and maybe taking an evening for yourself. So again, you can get any one of these five great products at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. But why just buy one when you can get all five at naturalbossnh.com? And now, back to the show. And this just made me think of, uh, it's a Jack and Jill. A Jack and Jill that we had. So you do the Jack and Jill before the wedding. Um, and again, uh, I get there. Her brother buys me drinks. Um, we're both drinking it up. And I get so fucking hammered. Like beyond what these two stories were. Um, beyond that. And I get so drunk that I'm... I'm, I'm falling down the stairs, right? I mean, this started off as a good time. I mean, her whole family's there. Um, God, I don't even remember who else was there, but I think it was mostly her family. Um, and we just got all this going on, right? Her 
brother, her brother's buying me drinks. I'm buying myself drinks. I've got, I've got more alcohol on me. I'm never without it. That's the thing. Like if I'm somewhere drinking, I also have alcohol on me so that, cause I would go to bars and I don't want to spend all the money in a bar. So I'll buy a drink so I don't look like an asshole. And then I just fucking drink my own shit and that thing can sit there for a little bit and I'll just sip on it. So I like to do things like that. So I'm all, I was always traveling with alcohol. So we're drinking, we're going outside to smoke butts at the time I smoke cigarettes and we're freaking, you know, I get so blacked out. I end up falling down the stairs. Now, mind you, my wife's friend had to tell me all this. Oh, actually my wife and her and her friend told me all this. Um, so many hours into the party, got, got to call it early because of me. They're dragging me out to the car. I guess I was fighting it. I was being ag- uh, aggressive. I didn't want to get in the car. Um, and then I didn't want her to shut. I didn't want her friend to shut the door. So I kept sticking my head in between the door frame and the door so it couldn't close. So she slammed my head in the door. I'm not sure if it was once or twice, but either way, uh, good good on you because, you know, just being a douchebag, not allowing you to close the door. Um, so they finally get the door closed. Uh, I'm throwing a fit, I guess, the entire way home. Um, I don't think it was a short ride. I don't think it was any, like I don't think it was anywhere near an hour. I think it was probably like a 30 minute ride, maybe. But still, annoying to have somebody yelling, screaming, whatever I was doing in the back of the car. Maybe I was passed out at this time. I don't quite remember. But then we get to the apartment. And I live on the third floor, so I got to get up three flights. Um, So I'm not, like, walking. I can't. I'm barely. Oh, no, no. Yeah, she did she slam my head in the door again when we got back to... Because when we got to the apartment, we parked in the carport. And I think she was trying to get me out of the vehicle at this time. And then I didn't want to get out of the vehicle. So she went to close the door again. And my head was there and it slammed on my head. So it was like two or three times I got hit in the head with a door. Um, and then her friend, uh, who actually had a broken back at one point in time. So her back's not very good. Um, you know, uh, like... I think I crawled across the parking lot for the most part, got into the apartment. Then I, w- I was, I wouldn't go up the stairs. Then I was like crawling up the stairs. Then they had to drag me. She had to drag me up the stairs, uh, close to the end. I think I just crawled into the apartment. Um, and then as I'm crawling into the apartment, I'm still like crying and, throwing swears around and saying awful things and I get to the hallway that leads you know down to the bedroom bathroom and the second bedroom and I stop right about where the closet for the second bedroom is and I just start punching the wall and this is not regular sheetrock like I like I like I hung in here uh, to fill in this hole in the wall or the horsehair plaster that I chopped out of the wall to replace with sheetrock. This is uh, like fireboard. So I don't know if you know the difference, but it is 
twice, if not three times as thick. Um, and it's basically sheetrock, but it's super, super dense, and it's the fire-resistant stuff. So it's super, super strong. Like, it's just really strong shit. And um, I, just, I decide to start punching this thing. And when I was done, there was five uh, imprints of my hand, and three of them went through the wall. And I went to the closet the next day, opened that up, and one of them had actually kind of pushed the sheetrock out, but I never made it through. So I don't know how I didn't punch a beam, but... That fireboard was thick, and it took three whacks. I remember this because for some reason your brain grasped a hold of certain things that were happening, but it took three punches before my fist went through the wall. Um, and then after that, I had weakened the structure so it was easy for it to continue happening. Uh, but so, And then they get me in the bed, and I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty fucking sure that this is the same night that I shit in the bed. Yeah. I was so drunk and hammered that when I got up in the morning, I had let go of everything while I was sleeping. And I got up in the morning and all you could smell was poop. And I was like, why do I smell poop? And I go into the bathroom and of course I'm naked and gross and go back out and sure as shit, there is shit in the sheets. It is the only time it has ever happened in my life. I have never talked about it ever. And I'm giving that to you. That's uh, that's something that really, really embarrasses me. It was a very, very extremely low moment in my life. Um just needs to be talked about can't you know i feel like that uh wow i felt really good but yeah it's just so many warning signs right so here's one more for you okay well I'll, I'll leave it i'll leave it at this but this is a good one too now we're going to the honeymoon so we went to cancun for our honeymoon it we had to save up for it it was it was awesome it was it was it was awesome and you know I know we can't do things like that now but I recommend it I stayed at a resort I just want to make that very clear I did not go and uh, check out the streets I stayed within the uh, resort and never left and enjoyed every moment of it I thought it was perfect um, so we go there first night's great second night's great. Um, third day I get up in the morning and they gave us this like uh, dispenser in our room right and it's got five different alcohols in it I wake up the third day morning and I love I love the one thing I was really enjoying was watching the sunrise um, over the water it was so cool and on our balcony, we had this little hammock. And I was like, cool. So I wake up in the morning. I got my cigars and my cigarettes. And um, I, I, I go to, 
uh, I pour my coffee and I go to sit on this hammock and I'm sitting on the hammock and uh, my wife wakes up and she makes her coffee and now she's joining me so she sits on the hammock and we're both enjoying we're talking we're laughing it's grand old time and the hammock breaks and it wasn't like it broke at the string or the rod no 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 the fixture pulled out of the deck above us or the ceiling or whatever it was attached to on the outside of the building so it just pulled out we both go crashing down and the top rod is like a solid oak i mean it, it was a hard wood that comes flying down and smacks me right in the middle of the forehead and i am seeing birds i'm seeing stars um i freaking whacked myself pretty hard on the fall down um I th- i'm not sure but i think like she like banged up her leg and her knee um but i i caught most of the most of the damage by getting that piece of wood it was like it was like someone hit me with a bat in the face um so now i'm like ah uh, i'm just kind of out of it i'm like what the hell i mean, you know I'm just, my head is killing me um i'm 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 like you know what fuck it just give me give me a couple drinks so i i i have a couple drinks because i'm like now i have an excuse fuck this this started off horrible we gotta go talk to them right so we i start pouring some drinks for myself we go down to have breakfast and i have just got this throbbing headache so before we go to the pool we decide to go talk to um, customer service or whatever you call it. And we're telling them all about this. They send somebody up to the room. Um, they do what they got to do. Maintenance has got to get in there. They got to fix the thing. They tell us, give us a couple hours. Uh, why don't you just go enjoy the pool? Um, we're going to send a bunch of complimentary stuff up to your uh, room. We're going to... Um, you know, take care of you guys. So we go out to the pool. I'm just ordering drinks left and right now because one, we're at the resort. They're 100% free because you basically paid for it when you paid to stay there. Um, you know, no food. Uh, no, I had breakfast, but now I, I'm already drunk and I ate, but I didn't eat much. And then we go out to the pool. We're in the sun. I'm drinking more and I black out at the pool. Um, I, I vaguely remember, and she's probably going to correct me on this after she hears this, but I'm pretty sure I was getting obnoxious again, um, saying shit I probably shouldn't, um, you know, just, just, just being my, 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 my normal self. As soon as I start to get drunk and I'm uneasy, I just go on the defense, I go on the attack and I feel like I was getting that way, probably being aggressive instead of, you know, just the normal, hey, how you doing or something. It's probably like, ah, how you doing? What's happening, man? You know, just those stupid fucking actions. And um, so she eventually gets me upstairs to the room and puts me to bed. All of this happened before noon. Um, and so I wake up. She tells me everything that goes on. Of course, it's very vague now because... 
This was, Jesus Christ, 11 years ago. <laughs> so wild when you start thinking about the gap in time. Fuck, that was 11 years ago. So she tells me all about this. She tells me how we went down. We talked to the people. I vaguely remembered that. So now we got complimentary champagne. We got all stuff. But I ruined the night. I woke up and we were basically in bed. It was like the next day. So I lost from the pool in the like early mid-afternoon all throughout the night. And then woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and was like, what what happened? And um, it just... It just sucked to lose a night while you're on vacation. And this just goes to show you I have I have no control over myself once I start drinking. Um, if, if, if not these simple four stories, I mean maybe the other 24 behind it, you know, all different years and all spread out, you know, um, just the same story over and over again, just a different group of people in a different area. Um, this actually made me think of another one that was really good. Um, but so I'm like pissed off at myself. I'm really upset. Um, I'm, I, I still don't stop drinking. I think I backed off of drinking for like the next 24, maybe 48 hours before I dipped in again, because, you know, back at that, during those times I would lose it. But I could keep it for a little while. So it's not like she was encouraging me to drink. But like she would have a drink. And then I'm like, "Mm, why don't I have a drink? You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's having one. I'm going to have one. Or I would wait for her to start drinking. And then I would start drinking because I felt like she had a better, uh, better control over it. So she would wait longer where I would just start drinking as soon as I fucking woke up if I wanted to. Um, but we went back down to customer service. I showed him the lump on my face. Um, we talked about it some more and we wound up getting free, like massages. Um, we got to do the cold to hot plunge or hot to cold, hot to cold. It was fucking amazing. One of the coolest things I've ever done, um, was start out in that super, super hot water. And then you're all the way in a negative, Uh, with that cold plunge and then you go into a steam room and then I went into a sauna like it was just fucking awesome it's too bad I had to get hit in the head and of course after that the uh, hammock I think it wasn't there anymore I think they couldn't fix it so they just left us with a chair out there instead so I think we kind of lost our hammock but that's how we would find our room from the beach we would look we would be at the beach and we were like, which one's our room? And then we just look and the one without a swing on it was our room. And I was like, oh, there it is. Um, but that's how that negative story turned out a little bit more positive. Obviously, it was only day three. So we were there for five or some five days. So we still had two uh, good days in the beginning, two really good days after that incident. Um, but again, just another annoying fucking thing to have to deal with, um, you know, and another thing ruined, you know, that is the memory that unfortunately I remember the most and she remembers the most, um, from the Jack and Jill to the wedding night to the fucking honeymoon. It's just this fucking shit show over and over and over again. 
And uh, the Jack and Jill, that's definitely something. Yeah, I've never talked about that. So hope you really enjoy these stories. Um, I hope maybe if you're about to get married or if you're about to go do anything, maybe this will help you stop or slow down before you um, get started. Um, you know, and like everybody else out there, if you're not drinking, like I'm not drinking and then good for you, you know, we made it another day, another day. Um, and that's always a good thing. Like I said, I don't really concentrate on the day to day as much, but I know at the end of the day, I'm like, yep, did it again. So it's a good thing. And uh, I'm hoping that this will help somebody else stop doing the stupid shit I used to do all the time. Well, And that's it, everyone. That is this week's episode of Talking with Topher. Um, again, I appreciate everybody who watches, subscribes, listens, comments. Um, I can't thank you enough. The only thing I can do is keep coming back week after week, and I'm going to continue doing that. For everybody new, remember to subscribe. Hit those like buttons if you enjoy the videos. Send in your comments. Um, really helps the show. Every subscriber is just helping this grow and grow and grow, and I appreciate it. Um, if you want to set the alarm so that you know when the new episodes upload, you can follow me on all social media: Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go there, comment, follow, uh, DM me. What? Are, it, not a lot of people are using the email. I am getting more things uh, through the social media. Um, like recently, I got some DMs from a couple people um, because of all the COVID and quarantine stuff I went over last week. Uh, I had a couple people hit me up and let me know that they are also now on quarantine and one of them is sick in bed with coronavirus. So, You can DM me. That's not a problem. I have no problem discussing it um, or talking about it like I just did now. Um, So it's it's exciting to interact with all of you out there. Send an email to talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. The official email is the easiest way. You can just subject line it, uh, you know, my story or, uh, you know, this is what I'm, you know, this is New Year's resolution, or I started something new. Just put something in the subject line that really, you know, captures my attention so it doesn't look like uh, just another uh, advertisement. And uh, we'll get those going. I want to start interacting with everybody out there. And as always, I just want to say thank you. I hope everybody has a great week. Since uh, I'm doing this a little early, it's going to come out a little early. Um, And um, I'll talk to you later.